swim down memory lane, a UMass farewell to Bob. When you think about this season, when you think about everything we go through, when you think about the process, and the process is every single thing that we do during the year, from the first meeting to the last, from every practice, every single opportunity in the weight room, in the dry room, everything that we do, every time you get on the bus and go to the meet, every time you warm up, every time you warm down, everything that we do, you have to do it together. You have to become one. She's got the best time right now this season in the Atlantic 10 in the 100 press at 104.7, over a second better than anybody else right now in the conference. And she's on pace to break that, Tim. Was only just over 31 seconds in the first two laps. And Strelsik turning for home. She looks like she might have cooled her jets just a little bit there. Uh, she went out really fast for a dual meet. And she'll be, she'll be close, but it, it'll, uh, you know, she just wanted to make sure she got out for the win more than anything else. And that she does. A time of 107.21. Second place again goes to the men and women, Megan Nowak. And in third will be Tavis Potter. So it's a 1-2-3 sweep. team has come together so well with a tremendous personality and attitude. Um, we've, we, it, it has been really fun working with this team in the first few weeks, but they are really ready to get into a meet. At this time of year, we've been five full weeks, no meets, so they're really excited, especially when we open up at home. So it's going to be a, a very good event on Saturday. Welcome to retirement, Bob. One last hurrah. here and we are at day seven of Bob's retirement and he is on his way to Oregon to spend some time with Madeline and the, her daughter Daisy and uh, we have a really really great episode today so we have Sammy Taylor on to share um, her favorite memories of Bob and she brings up swim camp and I had no idea that she participated at swim camp, which is so much fun. Bob and Russ ran swim camp, UMass swim camp, for 26 years. And I got to coach one year for swim camp. I remember the days were so much fun. They were long. They were hard. Um, but so worth it. And uh, so... It's just fun to hear from her perspective on some camp, and hopefully Clarky will bring it back in the future, but uh, why don't we dive right in? We welcome Sammy from the class of 2015. Thanks for joining us, Sammy. Thanks for having me. So we are here to celebrate Bob's retirement, and I would love to hear some of your favorite memories with him. Uh, there's so many 
to even, it was so hard to even choose. But I've been thinking about it the past few days, and I ended up being able to pick one from each year. So that was a good thing. Um, one of the biggest things I remember when I was probably in seventh or eighth grade, I ended up going to the UMass swim camp, and I was like, oh, this place is awesome. I definitely want to end up here. And seeing Bob walk around on pool deck was definitely intimidating because I knew he was the head coach and I was like oh maybe one day like I'll end up here and it'd be really cool if he was my coach and long story short it ended up working out but going to Puerto Rico I remember going into division one swimming and going from two days a week one hour each practice to six practices or six days a week Mm -hmm. and we show up at the Puerto Rico pool and I was like oh, my God, the pool is so long. Why yes, the so long course long? pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Bob was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I've never swam in a long course pool. Like, I'm going to die. And he was like, you're going to be fine. Needless to say, he ended up barely pulling me out of the water because I was so tired. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, and we would hit taper right around that time. So we'd get to Puerto Rico, and it'd be like, boom, right right there to taper. Exactly. <laughs> but we, it ended up being amazing. Um, and then I remember sophomore year, I was going through a really hard time because I found out one of the little girls I babysat for was diagnosed the inoperable brain tumor but Bob as he is is such a loving human being and a second dad to every girl on the team that he just took me under his wing and knew the days that were super tough for me like if I was in the water and I just it all hit me and I started to cry he pulled me out gave me a hug and then just shoot me back into the water and I was good to go um, but it was always nice knowing that he was so understanding and took like life situations day by day and really understood kind of the hardships that we also go through being um, the ages that we are in college and being away from home and dealing with like th- things as life comes each day. Yeah, he's, like, so incredible that about that kind of stuff. Like, he cares about you as a person first and a swimmer second. Exactly. And that was one of the biggest things that drew me to UMass, the way that he cared about his swimmers, because I came from a really small um, swim team, and I never swam USA, but my swim coaches, they were, like, my second parents as well. So that was really important um, when I went to school, mm-hmm. and it's just, funny that it works out being UMass in such a big school but you still have like a really close-knit family and a second dad while you're away at college yeah yeah absolutely like UMass is so big but you have a small college experience with the women's team and the men's team like you just create that instant bond with everybody exactly mm-hmm. um and then I remember my junior year, he knew how much breaking a minute and a hundred fly meant to me. So we would work on the tiniest things and he would keep yelling, Sammy, you're not getting any taller. Just use your underwater, use your underwater. And I was like, okay, okay. But then after a 10 junior year, I remember looking up at the board and I couldn't believe I broke a minute and I started crying. He started crying and it was like, 
this amazing thing. My parents were crying in the stands, and I, it was one of my favorite memories. Oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. And you can cherish that moment forever because, like, you worked so hard to accomplish that, and like Bob was there to support you through it all. That that's so so much fun to hear. Exactly, and oh, he's just such an amazing, amazing coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did you have one for senior year too? Oh, yes. Um, my senior year, I remember we were going into our neuro class, Zoe and I, and it was by no means an easy class. Um, but Bob would just take it day by day with us, studying for our neuro exams, and we would let him know that we were staying late at Boyden. We might sleep at Boyden, which <laughs> happened a few times with Zoe and I. He would find us in the dry land room, just sleeping on the big diver's mat. And he would be like, are you guys okay? But we would be stressed out about neuro. But the words of encouragement that he gave me throughout that year, and just I take with me every day. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was drawn to the stroke neuro floor at Solving. So yeah. I forever charge that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um, it sparked something in you, and, and you were able to gravitate towards it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow, that has been so much fun to hear. And um, any well wishes for him as Bob enters retirement? Bob, we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you for giving us some of the best four years that we can forever cherish. Um, also, we would like to thank your family for sharing you with us for all these years. I probably wasn't easy on them, but you truly make a difference in every one of your swimmers' lives, and I hope you nothing but the best in retirement. We love you, Bob. We do, Bob. Thank you. And um, Bob, you were there for us for so many years, and we'll be there for you as you enter retirement, but this has been so great. Thanks for joining us, Sammy. Thank you so much for having me.